Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers in Cults. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. And welcome, welcome to It's Our Turn Queers and Cults. My name is Aiden. My pronouns are they, them. Um, my name is Shakalaka Flame, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm just kidding. My name is Tony. I feel like that's got to be offensive. Chocolate flame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the um, this is the the Halloween episode. No, it's not the Halloween episode, but it's the spooky. Ooh. That's not the sound I thought it was, but... Yeah, what was that? (laughs) It was the sound. It was the sound effect. That's... Okay. Did you like it? No. Okay, I want... I want to find the sound I was trying to find. This is... I'm going to do this. Yeah, please. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) No, that's not it either. I don't think so. It's not... Not... (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. <laughs> Someday. Okay. Just randomly in this podcast, will be like, there'll be the sound. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We should do the Jaws one. Oh. Anyway, you know what? That's not the point. Okay. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> I wanted the ooh sound. I wanted that one. Why don't you just do that? I just did. Ooh. <laughs> but I wanted it to play as a sound because oh, I wanted okay. to be a professional and like, look, I have sound effects because I'm on the radio and I Honestly, do Honestly, I think you doing it is way better. <sighs> You're just saying that because it's true. I'm saying it because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I wonder if you can find that. <gasps> Let's uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to stop. I, you know what? I'm getting fixated on this and it's not ideal. Um, Could you describe what fixation is to you? Are you being serious? I mean, I will, but... I'm asking for a friend. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You have no friends. I'm here. So who are you asking for? (laughs) 
Who else could you possibly <laughs> ask me for? And my sister's in Alabama, so. <laughs> I don't know if she'd describe you as a friend, but. Well. <laughs> you're related. Not that's what you can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> we are, what we are talking about is fear. Ooh. Fe- <laughs> 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 you oh, you are fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and not for the reasons you think. I okay. <laughs> um, we were ta- the last time we uh, did the podcast together, we talked about fear and how toxic religion uses fear as for control and manipulation. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, maybe this was, I'm not sure if this was the question I was going to ask you that I couldn't remember, but maybe it was. And I kind of feel like it might have been. What was this? I want to ask what was the scariest thing? that happened to you in church or in like in your religious like experience or was there like a scary thing that happened in church? Um, it can be serious or not serious, you know, like it could be. Well, honestly, it was so charismatic. That in itself is kind of scary. <laughs> kind of yeah. spooky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Screaming, rolling around. Oh yeah, that's so true. I kind of, I kind of, it. I don't know if it's this this. this mm-hmm. I don't know if it's disassociation. God, that word's difficult. Or if I just forget how fucking absolutely weird that is. Sorry, but I um. Yeah, that's some pretty fucking scary shit. I mean, imagine if, like, you were not religious or Christian and you walked into that scene. Yeah, and you're just like, uh... These people have, like, these people need help. They, like, they've... I've seen people walk out before, like... like yeah, because it's terrifying. Terrified. It's terrifying. <laughs> Though, I mean, we had this one woman in our church that, like, no warning, no nothing, would just scream, blood-curdling scream at the top of her lungs. Yeah. And, and every time it was like, oh! You know, every single time (laughs) it was so it was it was a lot. I would slap a hoe because I hate (laughs) I hate like well, sharp. We don't promote self-harm here. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch. (laughs) Yes. Continue. (laughs) We decided we're the Golden Girls. And who are you? You're, uh, oh, take a wild guess who I am. Dorothy. And, yep. <laughs> and, and I, of course, am... Rose. I was going to say Blanche. No, no just... you're not Blanche. You're not Blanche. <laughs> I'm not. You're, you want to be Blanche. I want... But you're I'm... not. Okay, yes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so hear me out. <laughs> so... You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that was a, that was, that was a rough one. In depth, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. We should Jesus discuss. Christ. Let's let's discuss. Um, let's fixate on that for a moment. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit on my water. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! No, I am Dorothy. Though I do feel you. I'm Dorothy. You are. Remember that episode of Dorothy, like holding a, holding Rose by the neck. Rose is trying to like tell Blanche. Yes, that she's she shouldn't get married. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And like it's just hold. Yeah. Yep. 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 And Dorothy's like, no, she's happier than she's ever. Mm-hmm. And she pushes her in the closet. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, turns around and shoves her in the closet. That's one of my favorite scenes. I love that. Yeah, I love it so much. That's actually yes. Yeah, that is life. actually absolutely yes. Um, 
Except I would never push you back into the closet. Oh, that's so courteous. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not going to make that joke. Anyways, um, fear. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what are we afraid of? <laughs> oh, man. You know. Oh. Yes. Oh, you go first. No, you. I saw your light bulb first. Or something. I'm confused. I was going to ask what our, like, what our fears are. Like, what maybe, like, what our current fears are currently yeah they can be in relation to religion or or, or not you start no what what were you gonna say oh um doesn't matter no go ahead <laughs> <laughs> nope not even a little bit <laughs> i have you know i've been so a lot of my current fears are <clears throat> wrapped up in like wrapped up in uh it's a combination of like my obviously my trauma from religious experience but also my my living with chronic illness um and the one of the things that i think a lot of people often pardon me forget about trauma is that it kind of it kind of puts a pause on everything, mm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and um, there is it, like it definitely hinders development as well. And I, I, I mean, don't quote me on this. I'm not a doctor. I haven't looked it up intensely, but like it does affect your brain. It does hinder development. So for me, a lot of times I feel like I'm. Pardon me, I'm not I, I'm not making a joke about like like. Oh, I'm just, you know, I feel, I just feel, I feel like I'm 20 years old and I, you know, and, and are like, I'm just, I, I genuinely feel like as like my stages of life where I am that I should be like 25, you know, like, okay, I'm like getting my shit together. I'm a little bit more, I'm a little bit more established financially, like not doing well, but like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't have any more concern of, you know, losing everything than anybody else says, I don't think. <clears throat> or at least in comparison to how it was like a few years ago. Um, my health isn't immediately dangerous. It's complicated, but I've, you know, gotten kind of used to what life looks like within that. And I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to like, maybe I should go back to school. Like maybe I should like seriously consider about da- thinking about dating or like, what if I got into a relationship? Like what, all these different things. And then I realized I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 40 in a year. And which isn't old by any means, but, <laughs> the stage that I feel like I'm at, I feel like I'm starting, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm much past starting <laughs> age. You know, like I, like I, like I, I'm not too old to do any of those things. That's not what I'm saying. That's not the point I'm making. But I feel like I'm at the beginning of this journey where most people are at 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and a lot of that could be perception. A lot of that, you know, a lot. Someone could be getting ready to turn 40 and be in the exact same state I am and it not be anything, not have anything to do with trauma or um, religion or anything. It just took them that long to figure it out or they just didn't want to or, the, or you know, they yeah. ch- they changed or whatever the situation was. <clears throat> so I, one of my biggest fears genuinely is that a lot of the things that I really want to do aren't going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Um, 
I've I've talked about this before. I've only been in one relationship, and it was an abusive one, <clears throat> and very toxic, very awful, and centered around religion. And we both had a lot of, you know, our own shit that we brought to the table that we hadn't dealt with. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so that was awful. And then after that, it's been genuinely since 2010 was when that relationship ended. Twelve years ago. Uh, <laughs> first of all, 10, 2010 being 12 years ago. Oh, holy shit. Oh, I <laughs> oh it's exactly t- my relationship, like fully, completely, legally ended 12 years ago this month. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. Um, that was like yesterday. <laughs> it's just yes, just a week or two ago. <laughs> how old was I? I was 12, year, 12 years ago. 39 minus 12 is 27. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just said yeah. You don't know. <laughs> I could see it on your face. You didn't do anything. I was anything. waiting for you to say yeah, so I could be like, yeah, oh, that's it. <laughs> you didn't grab your phone. You didn't like look away. You full eye contact. Yeah. I yeah. can do math in my head sometimes. I believe you, but I don't think you did. <laughs> Not this <laughs> did time, you? but... <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, like, eh, Aiden yeah, can sure. do it. Yeah, I'll, just, close it up. I'll, I'll just say yeah. I'll just Make yeah. them feel better. I'll agree. You know, they need this. They need this win. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, twenty. I was 27 when that ended. I don't even remember why I was saying how. Just 2010 doesn't feel 12 years ago. Oh, so weird. Anyways. But I haven't been in a relationship since then, you know, at all. And... I've there's I think there's been a lot of missed opportunities. I think there's been, you know, like if I had been in different places during that time, um, you know, there's also that like when I wasn't healthy, you're not seeking out some when you're not healthy, you're not seeking out healthy relationships, you know, True. and I feel like that's a good. How do I say this sincerely? If you're kind of wondering what stage you are at in your life, in your mental health journey, <clears throat> look at the people around you mm-hmm. look at the people that are in your life you are obviously doing fantastic because i'm here <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking the same thing I know you were. I'm like I wow it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you pretentious bitch <laughs> again thank you uh, <clears throat> um look at the people around you like look at the relationships you're you're inviting into your life like are they healthy are they good for you are they good like are you like are you bringing people into your life that are also healthy and if not um are you only surrounded by straight people yeah that's a problem that's yes <laughs> it is um, but <laughs> um it's terrifying it's uh, just we're kind of kidding but not really but kind of <clears throat> um yeah kind of like look 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 around you but um you know there's definitely a time where I was just not bringing healthy people into my life. I feel like there's opportunities I look back on and be like, I bet that would have been different. And if I hadn't been, you know, pushing people away or scared of commitment. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm at this point where like, okay, I feel like I'm ready and a little bit more established a little bit more. And then there's just no one fucking around. There's no one, there's no one around to fuck. No, 
What? No one fucking around. I know. It does. It's, that sentence was it was multidimensional. Oh. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ways to. There's, there's no one like, around to fuck. Yeah. There's no one around to fuck. There's no one. Fuck, <laughs> there's no one fucking around me. There's no around <laughs> me. Comma fuck. 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 Comma. There's no one around me. <laughs> so many different ways you could take that. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. But there's no. Is this you know the dating pool for someone. You know, 39 years old with a shit ton of drama and health issues <sighs> in Plus, Humboldt County. Yeah, in Humboldt County. Plus. <sighs> Listen, how I'm, do I say this? I'm buying moomoos and looking up casserole recipes. Like, how, I've fully accepted the, my fate. <laughs> moomoos. Yeah. Um, how do I say that? But also, the queer community is not. It's not the healthiest as far as relationships go. Yeah. Like, there's a lot mm -hmm. of trauma, obviously, yeah. for queer people. So it's difficult for us to, like, get our shit together. <laughs> is, that well, a, is that a good word? No, um, <laughs> not really. But I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be mean. Are you, though? I'm just saying, like, okay, here's an example. I'm just kidding. I mean, I agree with you. Here's an example. In high school, you know, queer people are forced to be in the closet. So we, we mm -hmm. don't have the experience of dating you know, openly and freely with with. Or we didn't. It's different. That's now. what I it's said. Not, it's it's not great, but it's better. But yes, okay, continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I just wanted to clarify if you were talking about your time frame, like our time frame, or are you talking about currently, like people in general, or both. Ours. Cool. Got it. That's yeah. what I assumed. But I want to make sure. Thanks. Okay. For clarifying. Actually, I actually have no idea how it okay. is right now in schools. I mean. I, I would hope not. I would hope not, unless you're like a high school teacher, that you would not be <laughs> intimately in, in like uh, like no, knowing no. the knowledge of like what's going right. on there. No, right. Um, but yeah. So because of that lack of experience, like for real, um, yeah. you kind of once we do finally come out, uh, we almost have like we just don't know where to fucking start, mm -hmm. and you don't know where to start fucking. <laughs> 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 now that is a difference. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You <clears throat> so many of these things, that's a really good point because so many of these things are you, you learn so much of what of behavior is learned socially. Just that's just that's just development. Yes. So much of behavior is learned socially. You learn it from your parents. First off, you learn it from the kids you hang around with when you're a kid. You, then you, a lot of it is learned from school, from the other, your peers around you. <clears throat> and, you know, a percentage of it is taught, but a large percentage of it is just observed socially. Yeah. And when you're in, when you're forced to be in the closet and hiding who you are, you're, one, not being socialized correctly. Mm -hmm. And two, you're pretending to be someone else. So you're being socialized based on that person, quote unquote. Right. So then when you finally do come out or get out of that environment and now you're like, okay, I'm ready to be authentic. One, you don't know how to be authentic because you've been pretending so long. Two, you haven't had the opportunity to observe what authenticity for you looks like. Mm -hmm. Three, you're like starting a process that should have started 10, 12, 15 years ago. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And so you're all, you, you, you're just screwed. You're trying to figure things out while also do them, you know? So it's like yeah. you don't even have a base 
to jump off of. You know, everyone's going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes dating. You're going to that's just how it is. But like you don't even have that foundation to make mistakes on. You're making you're trying to build a foundation improperly because you don't know how to do that while then also making mistakes based on a foundation you're currently trying to build incorrectly. It's it's fucked that any of us survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's rough out here, y'all. <laughs> you know what? I gotta leave this podcast and go listen to one because I'm screwed. I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's been fun. Yeah, it's a it's a um, clusterfuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, we're in it together. No. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. no. I'm not here for you. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Aiden's phone number is 707. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I've, only, I've been in two, two relationships, very short term. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. No. At all. Mm-mm. I didn't know how to be a good boyfriend. I didn't know how to, like, I didn't know what any of it, like, I didn't understand. I did not. Yeah. I feel like nowadays, or now, I'm, like, I could do it if I got in a relationship. I could do a lot better, but, um. Yeah, for sure. You're definitely a lot more in touch, even just from when I first met you. I feel like you've grown a lot, and you're a lot more in touch with who you are and <clears throat> what that looks like, kind of like what you, like, you have a lot better, um, you have better boundaries, even just in recent, like, employment, kind of, like, being like, okay, this is unacceptable me, so mm. I'm going to search for something better. And then you found it, you know? And you're happier. Like, even just that is a big, that's that's a lot of progress. That's that's yeah. not easy for everyone to do, you know? Right. <coughs> so, yeah. Honestly, I think just being away from all the bullshit I was yep. around mm-hmm. for such a long time, mm-hmm. like, I'm starting to, like, yes. feel better. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like... <clears throat> Social, being socialized and socializing, you know, like I'm talking about like like social, uh, like actual social, not it doesn't matter. Um, but like it's learning from social situations is a, a revolving door. Yeah. You know? So like learning from the people around you while also teaching, you know, while also like growing and changing is it's a revolving door. So you learn from those people that are around you while also bringing better people into your life because you're improving as a person, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, it's a constant revolving door. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Getting yourself out of getting yourself away from toxic people and out of toxic situations is immediately going to improve everything in your life just, yeah. just by doing that, you know, mm-hmm. and then learning those lessons and going from there. Exactly. And there is like this whole healing process that I don't, I don't like the word process cause it was used so much in my church. Mm-hmm talking about the process of becoming, you know, basically more holy or whatever. I always say journey because it wasn't used in my church. Journey wasn't used in religious terms. So I say journey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At least that I can remember. Remember Um, those like keys that say journey? Those little keys? No, I didn't see those. I don't know what those are. It's funny. My church actually gave me one. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) A key to where? Uh, Heaven? I hope so. <laughs> oh, shit, I lost it, actually. Ah, this one does not work. I don't have it. Try the other door, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it. <laughs> Jesus, this one doesn't work. <laughs> I think you gave me the wrong key. <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Is anybody there? <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh god. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know I never got those. Oh goodness. Did we I think we talked a little bit. Oh, that's kind of what I wanted to I can't remember exactly specifically, but so last week I I, I haven't um <clears throat> I just up, uploaded so uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, today I up. Oh no! Oh yeah, I did. Never did some. Okay. Um, <laughs> I uploaded our thirtieth episode this week, which was the episode with Emerson and um, that he did with uh, their mom and sister. Oh, cool! And it's fucking incredible. It's it's absolutely amazing to hear <coughs> the side of. Like Emerson's side, and how they went through their journey, mm-hmm. and they went through everything, and then to hear their family side, because they kind of went through a timeline of Emerson's like whole. Oh yeah. Yeah, like from teenager till present, they went through like a timeline of like a. Oh, that's so cool. And then to hear, you know, Emerson would talk about what he was going through, then their family would talk about what they were going through at that time and how they came to terms, and to hear a family who was religious. And then, you know, how they processed that, how they had their own journeys while Emerson was having theirs and then their journey in relation to Emerson's and then, mm-hmm. like, hearing different perspectives that were completely opposite from, like, ours and, like, I mean, ours as in the queer community, you know? Yeah. Um, like, what I would think and then bringing up really valid points of, like, oh, I never thought of it that way, but that kind of makes sense. And I could see from your perspective how you would feel that way. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to it, listen to it right now. It's episode 30. Um, uh, and on on our podcast that you can listen to and Google, Apple, Spotify, or Podbean. It, it's our turn. It's our turn. Queers and Colts. Um, and then I uploaded it our last episode. But then the the next one I have to upload is the one last week with um, our guest Holly Ray. Who's how'd that go? Fucking incredible! It was uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like Holly is in like intelligent, insightful. They're they're like relatable mm-hmm. they're beautiful they're just perfect it's yeah, just gorgeous. annoying yeah so irritating we can't be friends anymore <laughs> <laughs> i literally want to like, i literally like want to spend even more time with them they're incredible um <clears throat> they're a professional astrologist they're just fantastic oh, cool. yeah they're going to school they're doing all the things all the and things all the things and uh one of the things we talked about were kind of like the 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 um like not procedures what's the word like cults but like the formalities the 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 things you do Mm -hmm. um and i had i like it brought up this memory because i was talking about (coughs) this is what i think in relation to like one of the scariest things we did i remember this um God, what is the word? Uh, not procedure or program. Words are hard today. I can't. I just can't. Like I, my, <laughs> I've had a very busy week. My spoons are like very low, and it takes a lot of spoons for me to 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 think, much spoons? less spoons. Are you smoking crack or something? Don't say that. <laughs> don't just don't. No, the spoons theory. We've talked about the spoons theory. No. Yes, I have. Maybe you just weren't listening. Say it again. The spoons theory is a is a, a small a short article written by um, a person with lupus, 
they talk about chronic illness, living with chronic illness, and their friend asks them. Oh, you did tell me about this. I know I did. (laughs) (laughs) But since I've started the story, I guess I'll finish it. Yes, please. And their friend asks them what a day in the life is like for them. They gather up a bunch of spoons, like 12. I think they gather up 12 spoons and hand it to their friend. And they say, now you walk me through your life. This person being a non-chronic illness person. Not a, a person without chronic illness. Yes. Okay. And they, you know, they say, oh, I got up in the morning. I took a shower and, you know, got, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You opened your eyes. That takes a spoon. You got out of bed. That takes another spoon. You took a shower. That takes a spoon. Did you do anything in the shower? Did you shave your legs, wash your hair? They're like, yeah, both. Okay. That takes an additional spoon for that extra work. And by the time they left for work, they'd use six of their 12 spoons for the day. So then they had to budget out the rest of their spoons for the rest of the day. Because once your energy is done, it's done. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of your work day or at home in bed, when it's done, it's done. <clears throat> and that feeling, oh, that feeling of realizing, oh, fuck, it is 2 p.m. in the afternoon and I'm out of spoons and I don't know what I'm going to, how I'm going to get through the rest of the day mm-hmm. um, is quite miserable. Um, and so, you know, by the end of the story, your friend was in tears crying because she just didn't realize how difficult it was. And so now it's a you know, pretty commonly used phrase for when we're referring to energy levels, especially with, for people with chronic illnesses, spoons. And I just don't have a lot of them left. <laughs> I just, I've had a very busy week. And it takes a lot of spoons to manage your thoughts and your energy and your, and, and your, uh, like, just managing your trauma, like mm-hmm. trying to stay, you know, just like honestly keeping it together it takes a lot of spoons. And yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, what were we saying? Cults. Um, oh, that's one of the, so one of the things I talked about last week was this, this thing that we did, this, where, you know, anybody like 13, between the ages of like 10 and 13 or 10 and 18, I don't remember what the age group was. Um, there was like this purity ceremony. That's what it was. This ceremony where like all the kids, teenagers would they make this big deal about coming up to the pulpit and like signing this contract. Oh God. That had this like long list of, um, long list of things that you promised that you were signing a contract with God that you wouldn't do. And it was like, it it was so much stuff. I remember looking at it and being like, it was like a, a solid, like, huge paragraph of just things we wouldn't go to the movies we wouldn't go to dances we wouldn't you know have sex before marriage we wouldn't it was just everything you know mm-hmm. anything you could possibly imagine all of it ridiculous that's insane and you signed this contract and gave a little speech and then got a candle and then oh, a candle a candle <clears throat> and then at the end of the ceremony they would have all of the kids light their oh Oh, it was like someone held a candle at the front, like the pastor or something held a candle. Then after you signed the contract, you lit your candle with their candle. And so it was like one flame, you know, like one eternal flame. Then at the end, the kids would stand around the church and they'd turn all the lights off and you could see all the flames in the dark and you're keeping, you know, you're shining your light. It was so fucking culty. I love how like... uh, (laughs) That was terrifying. I love how Christians are, uh, are, you know... uh, well, a lot of different religions will will bash um, witchcraft. I was gonna say the same thing. And yet they're so ritualistic yep. and like Ritual. witchy. Yep. 
witches are bad. Don't do that. They'll send you straight to hell. But here, sign this contract. Say this, you know, <laughs> do this, recite this thing. Do this and prophetic act. And hold this candle for and, and sing and chant while you do it. That's no joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but witches are bad. And you're like, I just cast a spell and I'm not entirely sure what I did. I think I summoned something. I don't know. I either gave someone like acid reflux or I have I have summoned a demon into the world. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. yeah. I, any every time every time a Christian does a ritualistic act, I get a hemorrhoid. <laughs> every time. Please fuck I wish they would just get their curses in order cuz I'm tired of having <laughs> They're doing it wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you just find a different curse for fuck's sake? God. <laughs> I'd be willing to lose a limb at this point. God, these hemorrhoids are killing me. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? I mean, maybe it does work that way, but can you imagine if it does how much fucked up shit Christians are putting into the world by, <laughs> yeah. by like channeling powers they have absolutely no idea about? You that, know? Would, that would suck. I mean, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it does. You know, with all the fucking chants and songs and rituals and stuff and... You know. Well, no, actually, yeah. What if the Bible was just a big spell book and we didn't know it, and Christians are fucking shit up, and oh. witches are just trying to keep balance? Like speaking, <gasps> that's my new book. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> that could be in my. I'm gonna write this. Fucking... We're going to a break. <laughs> We're gonna play about ten songs while I write four chapters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really fucking good idea. No one take that. Copyright. 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 I don't know if that's how it works. But yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works. <laughs> There's a, I <laughs> you say it three times and it's, it's, it's there. Well, well, I cast another spell. Fuck. <laughs> um, no, I listen to this. I listen to another podcast. Whenever they come up with a good idea, they always say that. Copyright, copyright, copyright. <laughs> so no one can take it. <laughs> oh, that's uh. funny. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so that was like a prominent, like it wasn't scary at the time, but it's scary now for me, especially since now I do believe in... I would consider myself agnostic. I believe there's probably something out there, but I don't believe it's Jesus. And I think that's, I'm going to look up the definition of agnostic so I'm not just like fucking talking out of my ass. Yeah, it's like believing there's a higher being or something. But it's not Jesus. Yeah. A person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of God, capital G, or anything beyond material phenomena. <laughs> Every time I hear that word, it makes me think of phenomena. Phenomena. Whatever that is. <laughs> phenomena. <laughs> yeah. A person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. Okay, I don't like that because it's capital G, and I don't believe it's not. Again, oh, I hate this. Why does everything come from the central point of God, capital G, Jesus, capital G? J. I'm also capital J. <laughs> <laughs> capital G Jesus. Yeah. Capital Jesus G. Capital G God. Um, uh, like I don't. Like, uh, well, I don't believe in God, and it's not something you know, it claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. No, that's not what I. That's not. Yeah. What it, I feel. It's I more feel like, like a. I feel like the word God, is well, it's just like a human construct that's been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like over the years, and that's why we can't think of another way to so wording, describe. <laughs> wording is wording is everything. Yeah, language is everything. It says, "Be known of the existence or nature of God." Capital G, referring to like proper noun. That's a person. Is this Wikipedia? Is that the real definition? No, it's Google. 
<coughs> this is just a definition. It's not like Wikipedia. It's not someone's def. This is the like if you look it they up in say a like, and a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in capital G God, not a God or God's uh, in God proper noun capital G. Bullshit. Bullshaloning. Exactly. I don't like that. I don't like it. My disbelief in a higher power is not in any kind of relation to capital G God proper noun. I feel like Someone we have like, noun? do we have like the same beliefs right of uh, of the universe? Do we? I don't know. Ironically, I don't know that we've talked about that. <laughs> and we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the break, we're gonna get right into. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, I believe that there's a higher power. I believe. I, I I tend to believe there's a higher power. I don't think it's God or I don't even think that any one religion can claim it. I think kind of everything has everything that is everything that wasn't constructed specifically to manipulate and control people, like actual mm -hmm. belief systems. I mean actual like energy belief systems, um kind of contribute to it. Um, or are like not contribute to it as much as like have like a you know a finite understanding of what it could possibly be and has a, and have interpreted it and have interpreted that to the best of their ability. Um, uh, so being believing in that, believing that spells are probably just as powerful as prayers, I mean, maybe they might even be the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, those kinds of rituals, rituals. That was the word I was looking for. Fuck. Those kinds of rituals are terrifying to me. Yeah. Because of like. What what did we unknowingly commit to or invite into our lives or open ourselves up to? Depression. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Shame, guilt. <laughs> but it's just so interesting. To, it's so fascinating to me that, that like, we were just in fear of Satan and demons and opening ourselves up to evil was so ingrained to us, yet we're having this literally, this literal candlelight ceremony while reciting a ritual, but yet don't open yourself up to Satan. Literally, if anything opened us, us up to anything, it was that fucking candlelight ritual where we signed our names onto something we didn't agree with. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that's the most scary thing that happened to me. Not really, actually. Um, that's not the scariest thing that happened to me, but it is scary and it's scary. I feel like that's a really scary thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. First of all, what? Say, so do that again. Three. That is the straightest thing I've ever seen you do. It's ASL. Oh. <laughs> I can't say what I'm thinking about you right now because it's very mean, so I'm just going to keep it to myself. It's American Sign Language, you uncultured swine. <laughs> That's how you say three. You hold up your 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 thumb, your first and your middle finger because Oh, this is what I'm thinking of. That's the sign for F. Okay, but like I saw this. That's video. the sign for nine. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This is the sign for W, the letter. So that's why you can't do three, because everyone would think you were saying W. Don't talk like that to me. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that word to your mother. 
God. Could you please adopt me? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Be... I'll adopt you. I mean, I'm ready to live out my... I've told you I'm ready to live out like my middle-aged... Um, my middle-aged woman, like, like kind of like middle-aged woman from Boston who makes casseroles and drinks martinis too much. Ooh, that's who I want. That's who I. That's who I want. And I want. Okay, so this is who I want to be. I want to be like part of me wants to be like young and like edgy and gothy and sexy and desired by all of the people and then literally the rest of the time that's about like 25 percent of the time and then like the other 75 percent of the time i want to wear way too many bracelets way too many necklaces big earrings big hair wear very loose fitting clothes and then you know and then and make, make lots casseroles. of casseroles and have everyone come over and, f- and just feed people and, and like a l- oh, that sounds amazing <gasps> Mm-hmm. That's why. That's kind of who I want to be, honestly, a little bit. Not gonna lie. You can make a mash. Have you had like was it what's it a tater tot casserole? I think so. I think so. I mean, tater tot casserole. You can basically put whatever the fuck you want in it and call it tater tot casserole. But that's a good thing about casseroles. We have to put tater tots in it. If you were at shepherd's pie, oh shepherd's pie, so shepherd's good. pie, um, <clears throat> can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sex is good, but have you ever had shepherd's pie? <laughs> yeah. With the gravy? Oh my With god. With the gravy? Mm. Yeah. Oh, Who cares yeah. about sex? I know, seriously, when you can make food like that, when why you would can you have just sex? eat? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that before how like how I think it's so weird how like sex is always the first thing people do after like near death experiences and I'm like I'd fucking go eat food. <laughs> if I survived a near death experience, I'd go eat. I wouldn't me have sex. Filet mignon. Yes, exactly. And some mashed potatoes. I go to a restaurant and order every expensive item they have on the menu and eat it by myself. Yeah. That's that's why we're both probably demisexual. <laughs> 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 oh god I yeah. would probably drink some scotch And I don't even like scotch Yeah I know I would definitely drink something Something A lot of it probably I don't know Like water Any- <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> Drink a shit ton of water Just water I'd be healthy for the first time in my entire life <laughs> Anyways spe- <laughs> Speaking of scary experiences Drinking water <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying Ooh I got them right here <laughs> Um so I told you about my culty witchcraft spelling candlelight ceremony mm-hmm. when I was a child. <laughs> what do you do? You have any similar scary experiences? We used to do a lot of ritualistic things. Mm-hmm. Um, go out into the woods, put a put a sword down, declare what like a sword in the ground. What like a real sword. Go on top what of were a, you doing? Go on top of a hill, put a sword in the ground, and claim the land, and claim the, yeah, for Jesus, and like yes, yeah, chant and God. Pray Christians and... are so dramatic. <laughs> <sighs> that's so witchcrafty, though. That's just a like that's so. That's just like a spell. Yeah, yeah. You know that's so weird. Claim I I do claiming the land. I do I have, I have heard of that. Like going and like. Standing on four corners and claiming the land for Jesus, kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was one time we, what were we? We were outside in the woods and we did something. Um, we were like breaking something. Oh, chains. Yeah. Were you breaking chains? Breaking chains yeah. for Jesus. Yeah, we had like wrote like a bunch of trauma, th- traumatic things or something on like this, like a ball. 
giant ball thing. I don't know. And then we just went out there and, like, took turns beating the shit out of it. <laughs> Which, honestly, was fun. <laughs> but. Yeah. yeah so that actually sounds like pretty decent anger management. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly. like. Um, and then, you know, they w- and then afterwards, we'd um, do a little sozo. All the guys and the girls would separate and have sex with each other and not talk about it forever. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. We were already yeah. in the woods, so we'd go why not? To the gym. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get our frustrations out. Yeah, exactly. On each other. On, with each other. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was one guy who told us, I don't know why the fuck he told us, but he told us that he would masturbate in the showers because we, we all. Why would he say that? In it, front I of know. People? Was it like confession? People, you could. Christians, Probably, yeah. Christians are the sleuthiest people for gossip. They will get, they will get your deepest, darkest secrets out just so they can talk to their, you know, cousin Susan tomorrow about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, who am I to judge? But let me tell you, Roger, last night you'll never guess what he said. He masturbates in the showers. Oh my God! Some people they're just so lost. We should pray for him. Let's pray for him right now. Honestly, I get it. Okay, you need to whack one off. Uh, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with masturbating. You're like, well, we're stuck in the, we were stuck because when we all moved here at the same time, we all had to find housing. So we're stuck in the gym for a hot minute. Oh, I see. I see. And so we were like in sleeping bags on the floor in Mm -hmm. the gym and then using the showers, but those shared showers, one big old shower thing. (laughs) And so I'm like, Please don't fucking masturbate. Well, the, that's not cool because not you don't have everyone's consent in the shower to do that. Yeah, and it's, them, so. it's it's a shared floor and it's shared. Oh, that's gross. It's all shared. You know what I mean? I don't I don't want I don't want to. No, like, why would you no. tell us that? Don't why'd tell you, us that. <laughs> gross. Go clean the showers. Go clean them. <laughs> Here's some Clorox. <laughs> don't come back till it's all sanitized. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Wow. Oh my god. Is such a. You know what? I have a theory about. I kind of honestly think that, like, <clears throat> I think the real Christian mingle is in the confessions of Christians in those groups like that. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> I used to masturbate to the thoughts of men in the showers while they're, like, making eye contact with everyone else to see who also does that so they can go hook up after after a prayer meeting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like That's kinky. Yeah, I know. Well, you got to do what you got to do when you when you're being oppressed. Yeah. When everything about you being, I mean, and no shame, do what you got to do as long as there's consenting adults. I don't fucking care. But like, you know, that's the real, that's the real Christian mingle. <laughs> that's when you confess your, your sins to only hope that you can connect with other people who are also sinful in such and similar naughty. natures. <laughs> <laughs> sinful and naughty. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, there funny. was one guy I had a huge crush on. Yeah. Huge. Tell me about it. God, I thought you just died. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um yeah. We uh Is that it? Is that the end of the story? Well, that a, I mean that's not surprising to he any was a, of us. He was so. a, he was a beautiful Italian and we um had we never hooked up, but we would like cuddle a lot. We were in the, you know, we're in the church thing, so we can't hook up without having enormous guilt. Yeah, of course. So you just. So we just cuddled and got very touchy. And nothing past that? No. Wow. That's some good restraint. I know. I don't know how we did it. Close on or close off cuddling? On. Oh. But 
I mean, you could pro- like like PJs with no underwear, like like <laughs> yeah, well, very you, thin sheet material between can, the two of you. Well, you know, you can fill the wood if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> What do you mean if you know what I'm saying? You just said it. Like, that wasn't a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) No shag carpet. Hardwood floor. (laughs) That's a euphemism. Okay? I don't... You don't... (laughs) (laughs) We could fill each other's boners if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I could see his penis if you know what I'm saying. Of course we know what you're saying. You just said it. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, yeah. oh god! Please, this is a family radio show—a very dysfunctional family, indeed. For sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this show is only for the dysfunctional mm-hmm. and traumatized, mm-hmm. and we welcome you. <clears throat> that's that's yeah, that's funny. Oh, also that one time that guy. Who like grabbed me? Remember, I told you about that. The 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 uh, I was like in the basement. It was my Southern Baptist church that I grew up in, and I was in the. We were down in the basement, which was where the kids' uh, church was. <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> something. That sounds like, um, enough, like special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> all the all the children in the basement, <laughs> the children's church, quote unquote, in the basement. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I feel like there's a I feel like there's a lot more to that story than even you know. Uh, uh, but anyway, don't I, like it. I said, um, <laughs> I said, oh, there's a spider, and my friend goes, um, where? No, there's not. You're lying. And I said, I swear to God. And this oh, big yeah. ass fucking dude, huge, uh, bald head. <laughs> I can remember everything about him because I was because he was terrifying. Yes. Yeah, he like grabbed me. Push me up, like against the wall, and don't you ever use God's name in vain. And I was like, "Okay, I'm where are you? <laughs> I'm gonna go full on Chucky on you right now." I was scared of shit. Yeah. I almost shit myself. Yeah, I would have. I probably I mean, that's farted. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I probably just. <laughs> I probably. Your fart. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> this is not a door I'm comfortable opening. Oh my dad. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't <laughs> know what kind of. I don't know what no, story this, you're gonna read to tell. Just, it's real quick. I don't. If it's. <laughs> if it's <laughs> no, in relation to fear farting, I don't want to hear it. Not on this podcast. Not in my life. Not ever. I don't want to hear it. Every time, every time he was like cough real hard, and, and yet you're gonna say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I do this with you? I don't understand. He would like cough real hard, and then he'd actually. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Oh, it's not the only thing scary about this. Is he this would, story. If he coughed real hard, he actually would fart, and then he'd go boing. That's it? Like, That's the end like, of the story? That's like, all you had to say? Like popping a boner. Uh, no, that's not that. I don't. That's hilarious. You need to be talking to a therapist <laughs> not doing this podcast. Because that is not. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, not oh. here. Not today. Oh, I'm going to edit that out. The man had his flaws. But that. And but apparently <laughs> one of them was you. <laughs> 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 no, no, no! I oh. refuse. Oh. I edit this podcast, so that's not go- that's not going in. Why not? Oh, it's so funny. Now I have a new fear. It's this that story that you just 
forced me to listen to after me saying no. I'm sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> Anyways, what I yes. was going to say about that is another scary mm. thing about churches is how entitled every single fucking adult, usually men, it wasn't like women didn't usually particularly uh, yeah. act like this, how entitled every man felt to disciplining other people's kids. I fucking hate it. I hated it when it happened to me. I hate my uncle was like that a lot. He like he was like a very like he was like an, a very mean, insecure man. And he would like make a point of, being, hey, like, don't you act like that to me. Don't you be doing that kind of stuff. Like he never touched me or like laid hands on me or anything like that. Because my dad probably would have murdered him. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like my dad, but he also didn't put up with stuff Was that like your that. dad's brother? No, it's my mom's brother. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, just stuff like that. People, anybody that was like five years older than you felt like they had, they were allowed to discipline you, especially if they were a man. I fucking hated that dynamic. That was absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So ridiculous. Oh, usually, well, most of the time their idea of discipline is just straight up abuse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like quote unquote discipline. Yeah. Yelling, screaming, shoving, hitting. You're like, oh, just disappointing them. No, you're not. You're abusing them because you, yeah. you are unable to control your emotions and have no boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I just can't. So much of that. You know, a lot of that just, this is the sad thing. That I know we talk about toxic religion. That's what this podcast is about. But, like, so many of the issues, so many of the really fundamental problematic issues, in, like, in my church didn't particularly have anything to do with religion. It just that our religion and our structure just kind of created the perfect environment for awful people to be awful and protected them, protected men, protected misogyny, protected yeah. abuse and homophobia. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I mean, like, I sw- the, the amount of uh men who will get up there confess something that is literally horrendous yeah like like someone should like people are looking at each other wondering if we should call the police you know yeah and then everyone's oh we forgive you like everything's fine mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. i trigger warning uh referencing sexual assault but the the um the bad pastors of our church <coughs> when when they when the beginning of the end they they it came out that their um that their grandchild had been sexually assaulting one of the other um boys in our church ongoing for eight years (gasps) um past the point where the abuser turned 18 but the victim did not was not 18 so then it turned into statutory rape um and they this person ended up going to jail they were like it, they were. It was they went to jail for three months, but they went to jail. There was a whole court proceeding. Three everything. months mm-hmm. for eight years of abuse. Mm-hmm. I think they were. Yeah, I, I don't. I think they were only going. I think they the law was only involved from the point of from the time that they turned eighteen. From so from so there so as long as that like from the point that that he turned 18 and the other person, you know, wasn't. So it was only however many, less than a year, however long that was, I think. I think it was less than a year or, I don't remember how long it was, but regardless, he only went to jail for three months. 
<clears throat> big, huge court proceedings and everything. Obviously, we all wanted to just like excommunicate, like get rid of him. You know, like I had no sympathy for him. Still don't. <coughs> uh, haven't seen the person. Oh, I actually have seen them out in public like once or twice, and I just like have I have to leave because I just literally want to like destroy them in any way, shape, or form I can, you know? But um, because the person, it doesn't matter. I don't want to go into it. I'm not, I don't know. That's, it's, it's a, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away because I don't want to, you know, d d I don't want to start encroaching on the, uh, the personal lives of the people who were drastically affected. But anyways, um, <coughs> the point of the story was that the pastor just had their grandchild come up in front of the church and read an apology that probably him or his wife had written out. Yeah. You know, the pastor or his wife had written out and while sobbing, which this person could fucking cry on command. So crying didn't mean anything. Um, and just basically say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done it. I'm, I feel really bad for my actions. And then that was it. Like, literally, the pastor straight up told us we had, since he apologized, we had to forgive him because that's what Jesus said. And we were just expected to forgive and forget and act like it never happened. <coughs> and I was, th I, that was like, like I said, that was the beginning of the end. That's when this church just fell apart. I left shortly after that um, for my own reasons because that, that, that was, I think I told the story about how that pastor took what was going on with their grandchild. And like I, that was right around that time was when I told my pastor that I was struggling, quote unquote, with homosexuality. And so when people would confront, when one of my friends specifically confronted the pastor about what was going on with his grandchild, mm -hmm. he threw me under the bus by telling them that he was just overwhelmed and so stressed with everything that's going on with, you know, with me being me being homosexual and all that he had to deal with with that and so through my personal information under the bus to try to deflect from his his um grandchild so he outed me to my best friend not my best friend he outed me to one of my friends at the time <coughs> and so then i had to have that conversation with him like just a horrible human being horrible 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 human being just absolutely awful and then that was also the same person that um you know as one does when you when you kind of flirt and have like sexy conversations with someone um, <clears throat> when you're still closeted, but you don't want to actually commit and do anything. You know, you just want to talk about it and you have this texting and the like, the like, ooh, sounds like super risky to like imply that you would have sex with them at some point kind of thing, that kind of thing. Doing that with someone who happened to know um, my pastor's family. And so they told when I was like, I can't do this anymore because I, you know, I want to be a good Christian. They got pissed and then told the pastor's family what had gone on between us. <clears throat> and then the pastor went to my parents and told my parents instead of telling me. And then my parents, speaking of one of the scariest things that ever happened, was having my parents show up at my apartment unannounced to confront me about my homosexuality. That <clears throat> is fucking terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. No, no warning, no, not a call, not a text, not even a, hey, we're coming over to talk to you about something. Just nothing. They just showed up. Didn't even know that it had happened. Didn't even know that my pastor knew about it. To your house? To my house. Just to your house and yep. said, 
Aiden, have a seat. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Your ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can <Yeah>. leave. <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't feel like I had any kind of, I didn't have any, like. Authority or Nothing. Power? I didn't have any, for lack of a better term, like rights <laughs> within that dynamic. Uh, yeah. You know, because <laughs> I was such a horrible person for being gay that it was like, I had no, I had no say so in my life. I was just. No, no right to stand up for myself. No boundaries. No nothing. No, I, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with them. I couldn't say anything. I couldn't, I, I had, I had nothing. Like literally, I was nothing. I was a shell of a person. You know, didn't even feel like I had the right for them to, to say like, no, I don't want to talk about this in my home. N- would have never, never even once considered that as an option. Yeah. That alone is just an incredibly traumatic experience, mm-hmm. you know, like that, just dealing with that is a, like not getting to, I never got to tell my parents about anything. They all, they just found out from other people, you know, Yeah. like when I came out as gay to my family, they already knew because of that. So I didn't get to like come out to them. It was just, I like, I revealed my sexual assault that happened when I was a child while coming out to them because they already knew about me being gay, being queer, you know, being like being at the time being gay. So it was just kind of like, Hey, this happened. And also, yeah, I am gay and I'm not like, I'm not actually trying to do anything about it, but you know, I'm not begging Jesus to forgive me. I just am. And also this happened, you know, like it was just secondary information. So I never got to have that like coming out experience with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, shit. The, uh, that was a lot. I feel like that was a lot, even for this podcast. So <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> um, I mean, like coming out too is terrifying. Yeah. Because uh, you don't know how. Well, not some might have better idea of how their parents or guardians will react, but most yeah. of us have no idea, or we know it's not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. But um, I remember one time I my I had watched uh, gay porn for the first time <laughs> on my brother's computer. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> I know, and I didn't even erase it from the history. Really? Because I didn't know how to you do didn't that. Know, you know yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I thought if I like, I forget what I did. It was something stupid. Like if I X out of the window, <laughs> it never existed. Yeah. If I hit the red button there, it should be gone. Gone forever. Yeah. I know. So anyway. It's so funny. He, uh, yeah, like the next day, it was after church, and then we go to Arby's, and he's being very quiet, and I was like, hmm, I don't know, and then we, like, on the ride home, he goes, so I, uh, noticed you, uh, you were, wa- you were watching porn on your brother's computer. And your dad like, said this? Yeah. Oh, Like, God. in front of me, in the car, I hate that. In front of, like, your siblings and everything? No, it was just me. Oh, God. At um, least he had the decency to do that. Yeah. This was, it was after the divorce, and uh, oh, okay. my brother was at my mom's house. Oh, so okay. it was just me and him. But, um, and I was like, but I had I also watched straight porn, because I, I was watching porn. Trying to, trying to like, keep well, him guessing. <laughs> 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 Give him the one-two. <laughs> maybe this, maybe that. Who knows? <laughs> and then I, I had switched, I had like... 
I had discovered gay porn. That's had graduated. To. I yeah, and I'm, of course that was like magic. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. I can, I still all, remember all of the things fell into place. I still remember that video. That specific yes. video? That's impressive. I do because I remember being like, oh, it was in the woods too. It was magical. Anyway, you were in the woods or they were in they the woods? Were the woods. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the woods on my brother's. Like, how did that happen in the? Well, I was gonna say in the '80s when I was a kid. You were not a kid in <laughs> no. the '80s. It was a desktop though. But anyway, <laughs> With uh, <laughs> AOL. Um, he uh, and then he goes, and I I had forgotten that I had watched the gay porn when he mm -hmm. mentioned that, but I was like, oh shit, I watched porn, I'm in trouble. And then he goes, I also noticed some gay porn on there. You want to tell me about that? And I was like, oh, like I got like terrified, S like I what threw up. What did you tell him? What what did you come up with a lie on the spot? I just was I was like, uh, um, uh, and then he goes. Well, are you gay? And I went, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Why would you say that, Dad? Why would you uh, assume things? I'm so straight. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> gay? Me? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> As you fling her. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah. then he says, uh, he goes, um, well, he's like, well, you know, I can understand, like, sh like, regular porn, but gay porn? Like, he did one of those things, and yeah. I was like, like, he was disgusted by that, and, like, he basically would have been fine if I watched regular straight yeah. porn. So that's, because that's the thing, that, like, oh, yeah, porn's bad until... Until it's in comparison to gay porn, then porn's great. At least you're straight. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That, like, that mindset is so tired. It's like, so I don't even know annoying. how else to say. It's so tired. He yeah. would have been. And I guarantee if I didn't watch the gay thing, he wouldn't have mentioned anything. Have you have you heard the... Uh, yeah, totally. He would have probably been relieved. Like, oh. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I guess all the pearls and the feather bows and the, the, the high heels they wore as a kid were for nothing. Sweet. Oh, Finally. Oh, good. He's watching Two Girls, One Cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, have you heard the what, how Katia says that you should come out to your parents and be like, Mom, Dad, I have a brain tumor. I've got three months to live. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm gay. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. I'm only gay. You know, like shock him with something terrible. <laughs> quote, Unquote, give and him then, the one, yeah, two. exactly. Give him the one, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I, mom, dad, I watch porn and I watch gay porn. Just kidding, it was just straight porn. <laughs> Isn't that fine? They're like, oh, thank God, watch whatever you want, sweetie. Here's a new computer. <laughs> just as long as it's not gay. Oh, God, my mom also caught me watching gay porn. One time. God, you were just amateur hour. That talking about biggest fears, that's like a huge fear well for mine. that one. I had deleted it from the history, but the problem was it was on, uh, I guess I didn't because uh, somehow it was still there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sorry. I deleted the history, but apparently I didn't because it was still playing when she turned I was, it off. Oh, look, I guess I hadn't learned my lesson yet. All right. Yeah. I, but, uh, yeah, I had looked up some, some stuff. But very, very, like this time it was all gay porn. Like really, yeah. There was no like there hardcore. was no hardcore. Yeah. And they, we're sitting outside, and she's smoking a cigarette, and my brother, me and my brother, out there, and she goes, "It's like so." I noticed some like really um, interesting porn on my computer, and my brother starts <sighs> dying laughing because <laughs> because she's already told him. Oh, 
And so now you're not only hum- like like mortified, you're also humiliated, which is just like like compounding the shame. Well, I don't. She, she didn't. She didn't mention the um, gay porn. She said to interesting him. porn. Oh, she didn't say it was gay. To him, she to, she told me that, or she told him that I had that I was probably watching porn on the thing. But anyway, but he knew. I was <laughs> like, what are those? I was like, watching? it wasn't me. It was. I blame somebody. <laughs> this girl. <laughs> So you blame your friend? This. That's a girl. It came wasn't to my your friend. It was. Oh. My, it was my. Uh, yeah, but it was my. Um, my mom's best friend's daughter. I blamed her. <laughs> to come to came over to your house to watch gay porn. Yeah, I mean it's not unheard of. Like I know several women no. that love to watch gay porn, but. But I mean, I totally blame. Not, I did. That's not the best. And you know, I think I think she believed me, maybe a little bit. Come on. No, I was she didn't believe you. She wanted to believe. You. She chose to believe that story. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I came out to her and she was like, kind of shocked. Like, honey, you're not shocked. No, we're not shocked. <gasps> Clutch pearls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're gay. You're what? just shocked that I said it out mm-hmm. loud. <laughs> Does this mean I'm never getting my robe back? <laughs> <laughs> Does this mean that pair of heels are gone forever? No, <laughs> oh, that bless. is terrifying. God, this has been. This Actually, we we died. We. I had a full blown. Uh, panic attack coming out to my mom. Oh, understandable. We had like went to Olive Garden, <laughs> and it was me, my mom, my sister, my brother. And you I came out of Olive Garden. That's the fucking gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, lobster. Mom, uh, would you like another breadstick? <laughs> Speaking of breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> mom, this reminds me. <laughs> 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 you casually put your breadstick on your spaghetti next to two meatballs and be like, Mom, I have something to tell you. <laughs> like, Mom, you know how you like grapefruit so much? <laughs> so do I. But not the grape or the fruit. It's what it uh, looks like. <laughs> Remind you of anything, Mom? Well, that's me. <laughs> and let me tell you what. <laughs> I so wish I would have done something like that. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, but we need to write a we need to write a book <laughs> of all the the worst ways to come out to your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them involving grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Try Olive Garden. Put your <laughs> place your breadstick near your meatballs. And this is not a euphemism. We <laughs> actually mean breadsticks and meatballs. <laughs> Mom, do you know why I ordered? The spaghetti and meatballs today. Because <laughs> I like spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> I got I got unending breadsticks for a reason. I would like breadsticks for <clears throat> me to be unending. <laughs> I would like all of my breadsticks to be unending. Anyways, it's, it's gone too far. You know the salad you're eating? My favorite part is the, <laughs> is the cucumbers. <laughs> Mom, I asked the waiter to toss the salad for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> What is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. That is 
That, that was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> I want to hear the rest of the story about you coming out to your mom in Olive Garden, though. <laughs> Fuck. What did you do? What did you say? I, didn't I mean, you obviously didn't use any one of these genius, <laughs> genius, <laughs> no. genius, genius things we've offered today. I know. Uh, <laughs> I caught it. was so oh, wish. I, <laughs> I, come, I already came out to my sister and my brother. Okay. So it was so they were like basically there for me. Gotcha. And I literally had a panic attack. Couldn't speak at all. I had went out to the Oh, I think I remember this. I went out to the car to smoke a cigarette, came back in and still couldn't get it out. And then finally my sister just looks at her and goes, Mom, he's gay. <laughs> and that he's, sounds like your sister. <laughs> and he's like, and, and I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. Yes, I am. That's why we're here. Oh, yeah. And she's like, he's gay, and he's he's just worried you're gonna care. Yeah, did she? Yes. She did, of course. A little. Bit. <laughs> he's just worried you're gonna care for whatever reason. She did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. she did. Uh, she, yeah, she cares a little bit. I came out to my mom to my parents. I I came out to my parents. Um, and uh, all of it, my, my mom, my sister, and my dad, uh, over email, I, because it, I couldn't, I, I couldn't, conf- we didn't, ha- we don't have serious conversations like this in person. Our family just doesn't. We avoid things. We yeah. pretend like it doesn't happen. If we, that's how we were raised. If you pretend like it doesn't happen, it didn't, you know? And <coughs> I came, I sent him an email when I came out as gay, I sent, and in the same email, I told him about my sexual assault, which they had never I'd never mentioned to anybody. Well, I, at that time, I think I'd mentioned like two people, two other. Oh, I don't even know. I actually don't even know if I told anybody about my sexual assault at that time. One person. I do remember telling one person. I'm sorry. Um, at least. And then yeah, it was one or two. It doesn't matter. Oh, God. Um, so I sent an email telling me I was gay and about my sexual assault <coughs> to my mom and my sister and then had to work. Like, I sent it in the morning and then went to work and, like, fell apart at work. I remember, like, at the, I was working at a really bad salon, but they, we had all of our clients' um, uh, information in, like, a file cabinet. So when you – and we didn't book our own appointments. I was, I was an employee, so, you know, I'd just show up and who was booked or booked for me. And I'm got, getting the – you know, place my – you know, take my client back, get them all seated, go to the filing cabinet to pull – out the, the client's information and the receptionist is like, are you okay? Like you look, you look a little rough or whatever. And I just fall apart and I like start sobbing and I'm like, I just came out to my mom and told her I was gay. And I don't think I'm, they're going to accept me. I'm going to be excommunicated from my family. And, and <clears throat> then had to like, like wipe my face, suck it up and go do hair for the rest of the day. And like, and do that. And, and, uh, I was miserable. Not, not thought out very well. And then when I came out as, so I came out, before I came out as non-binary, I came out as a trans woman. I lived as a trans woman for a year and uh, did the same thing. Came out on, over email. I told them, did, did I? Yeah, I sent an email again because I couldn't confront them with that information. Mm. <laughs> and then my dad didn't react to when I came out as gay. Um. But when he came out as trans, he sent me like this long letter mm-hmm. of like, I didn't say anything when you were gay because I basically hoped you'd get over it. <coughs> Legitimately, so, like, I thought basically <laughs> he just hoped it would pass. Like I'd 
pull my head out of my ass and come back to Jesus. Um, <clears throat> spoiler alert, I did not. <laughs> no. <laughs> in fact, I kept going <laughs> further and further in the opposite direction of Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it was this long letter. It's like why it was horrible to be gay, why it was even worse to be trans, and like how I'm going to hell, and how like this whole like think about how you've hurt us and how you're hurting your mom, and how we we pray for you, we agonize in prayer for you every single day. But and that's your problem. It's not my fault. That's your fucking problem. Like, exactly. You're fucking, if you're gonna cry about me being <clears throat> queer. Cry about it then, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's actually, like, one of the best pieces of information that I could, that, 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 like, not I, but, like, we, I feel like this podcast could, like, give to somebody who is coming out to anybody that doesn't accept them or uh, is, feels bad about it in any capacity. It's not your problem if they feel bad about it. <laughs> do they want to pray all. about it every day? Do they want to cry yeah. and sob? And yeah, of course it's going to hurt. We're not talking, we don't say it doesn't matter or it doesn't mean anything or it doesn't have consequences or effect. But like, it's not your responsibility yeah, don't to let get them, them. Don't let them like push that on you yep. in a narcissistic yep. way. Like, you're making, you're making me. You're hurting me. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no. No, I'm not. Actually. I'm not. I'm living my life. Your perspective of me is hurting yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Write that shit down. I'm going to put that in my file. I have a file on my phone called Things Tony Says. <laughs> Most of them are ridiculous yeah, and hilarious. But, um, <laughs> but this one's good. I don't remember what you said, but you, will you text it to me? Because um, uh, I can't be bothered to remember what you say to me. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Um, Our relationship. <laughs> exactly. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It's like your how you feel about me is hurting you. It's not actually me. Like, that's, that, that is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not your responsibility to decide <laughs> or, or change or control how people yeah. see you. <clears throat> it's, like those, I, it's like those people on the streets with all the signs that, you know, queers go to hell and all this shit. <clears throat> like, they're just, they're angry and fucking, like, chill out. Yeah. It's, it's have like, a, have, have a blunt. <coughs> do anything. Do, Go get laid. Because we know you're not. <laughs> do some yoga. Yeah, exactly. Like, Naked. whatever. Yeah, precisely. Do some hot yoga. <laughs> you know, in front of your. Have a shot or two friends. or seven. Yeah, just do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do something Literally else. do anything <laughs> and calm the fuck down. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't understand. We've talked I say this often. I'm like I just cannot comprehend how this is so many things about the queer community is just such a huge priority for so many people. Right. Like really, you want your legacy to be I got rid of trans rights in schools? Like that's what you want to do with your life? That's all you you have like you have a wife and children and and grandchildren and you have like <clears throat> Why aren't you traveling? The, why don't yeah. you like? Why aren't you going on vacations? <laughs> Fucking go to Disney World. Like, Disney. do literally anything. <laughs> do literally anything, but spend every waking moment of your life trying to pass anti-trans legislation. Like, the come next, on. The next time somebody is homophobic towards me, 
I'm just gonna be like, go to Disney World, you ass hat. Yes, precisely. <laughs> Say exact. Good advice. Solid advice. Honestly, like do literally anything. Go on a vacation. Take a breath. But calm you, down. You need a hug. Yeah, <laughs> you, you need a lot more than a hug. <laughs> I just don't understand why people are spending how where they find the energy to hate people so much. I don't care. I don't understand how. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that comes from, like, a deep, deep place of just insecurity, shame, guilt, fear. I I think that... Like, extremely deep. uh, 100%. And they pull it out for us. And I think it's one (laughs) of those... You know how, like... You know how when... I mean, this is something I feel like maybe a lot of queer people queer people can relate to that when you or who have come from toxic religious environments where like your whole life your whole meaning was your religion yeah <laughs> and then when you when you no longer have religion you feel like you have no purpose mm-hmm. and so then you try to grasp onto anything that will give you purpose sex you know identity like looking a certain way act being the perfect gay like you know i think that's where a lot of people take on queer culture as their personality gay culture as their personality and they're like yes god this that oh my god you know and that's that's fine if that's who you are but like sometimes people absorb it because you're they're just latching on to anything because yeah and then they're obsessing about it because it's the only thing they have and there's nothing wrong with that don't get me wrong i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but I think it's something like that where these people have only experienced one way of life and then their way of life is threatened and they have nothing else to latch on to. So they mm-hmm. latch on to this to give them a purpose, to give their lives a purpose. Like if I can do this, I've done something. And really all they need to do is just let go of all of that because <clears throat> let me tell you something. Let me clue you into something. You are doing something just by living. Yeah. You're doing something. Enjoying time with your family, you're doing something, and it matters a lot. Enjoying your life, you're doing something. It matters a lot. Playing video games 24 hours a day, you're doing something, and that matters. Going out and volunteering your time for a nonprofit every day, you're doing something. That matters. Going to school, that matters. If you're living your life, it matters. You don't have to fixate on something, on one thing, to give your life purpose. Mm -hmm. If you are living... Your life has purpose, period. That, like, that's, that's just reality. And I, I think that we're not taught that in religion. In, in fact, we're, quite, we're taught quite the opposite, that your yeah. only purpose is to go to heaven and get other people to go there too. And so then if you happen to lose that or that, that reality is shaken, you have to latch onto something. You have to latch onto something with all of the energy that you latched onto that belief that is now broken, you know? And I feel like that's where some of this, like, pardon me, I feel like that's where some of this, like, intense (laughs) hatred comes from, you know? Yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's the only way that I can, like, categorize. It's the only way I can understand it. I don't want to understand, I don't want to understand it. It's the only way that I can, like, understand it in the context of like why do people act like this so that I can understand human behavior enough to like go to sleep at night you I mean know? well you know growing up in toxic religion really has a um, it's funny because I'll, I'll, I'll you'll meet people who grow, grew up not in, like in a religious home or environment at all mm-hmm. and you can see the difference 
and kind of different things like yeah like people who grow up in a religion like you said have all these like we don't uh, we're taught from day one to see ourselves as somebody in a book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as one person our identity is literally Christ so we have yeah. to like you know yeah it's very it's very narrow you know what I mean and just totally like, <clears throat> having options like that's the thing that I feel like a lot of times if you weren't raised in talk raised in toxic religious people talk about being overwhelmed by all the possibilities of life and I'm like I don't know what you mean because there was only one purpose and you achieved like that purpose and that goal at about 20 years old and then after that you just lived as long as you could you know doing things for Jesus it you know was become you know grow up become a part of the church get into leadership get married have kids and then do that all that by the time you're 22 and then and then you <laughs> then you just exist for the rest of your life. You grow up and then you think that <laughs> abuse is normal. Absolutely, totally. Boundaries is one thing that I encounter um, in people that weren't raised in toxic religion. They know how to like set boundaries for themselves a lot easier, or just mm-hmm. boundaries is something that they're capable of understanding and comprehending. You know, saying no being like that's not acceptable, or walking away from situations, even quitting jobs when they don't like it or, mm-hmm. or, you know, quitting relationships or friendships when it's not, when it's toxic, like all of that. Yeah. Just so many things that are just <clears throat> not healthy, not, not things that we ever were used to, you know, yeah. we didn't, we didn't get to experience any of those things or, or like, or we're like still, or like I feel like I'm learning them, you know. At like, mm-hmm. at like 39 years old, I'm learning the fundamentals of boundaries, as yeah. opposed to like having learned them as kids, <coughs> you know. Right. Which um, makes a difference too. Speaking your mind, being honest how about how you feel. I mean, I watch my sister raise her kids, and she's doing such a great job. Um, and just being able to like, allowing them to express themselves, allowing them to not talking to them harshly you know just mm-hmm. um even when they throw a fit or they do something that's not you know that's you know being kids when they're just being children you know she's not yelling at them or screaming at them or talking down to them you know just things like like already that is going to create so much better of a yes. an environment for them mm-hmm. so those are so many things we didn't get to <coughs> we didn't get to experience growing up in church you know yeah yeah but you know they never got the pleasure of being threatened by a very large man yeah, in a basement of a church because he said swear to god <laughs> and that was fun mm-hmm. and i keep that memory with me i hold it close and dear to my heart <laughs> <laughs> i remember we yeah. had great times yeah good times <laughs> lots good of times. laughs yeah <laughs> so many laughs so many laughs so many tears from laughing of course what yeah. else would we be doing why else would we be crying in church besides laughing yeah 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 well it's kind of funny because we're like in the last 10 minutes of our show we don't really have enough time we only take two breaks and we didn't oh shit we didn't no yeah so it's funny excuse my language yeah yeah because we don't say words like that here 
so if I if we took a break, we'd just be done by the time we came back. So <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> I mean, or we could because it's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. But do you have any? So this is the last time you're going to be on the show for the month of October. Mm-hmm. Do you have any last thoughts concerning fear? Do you have any last any? Do you have any wisdom you've gained through your years about fear? Yes. In relation to toxic religion or just in general? Yes. Okay. I would say one of the greatest things you can do actually is be conscious of your thoughts and decide whether that is coming from a place of fear or not. Mm. So think about what you're thinking about um, as it happens. Solid advice. <laughs> think about what you're thinking about. I'm sorry. That is actually really good advice. I just wanted to. Sorry, I'm going to stop. Continue. <coughs> Proceed. <laughs> And you know, just just evaluate your thoughts as they come, mm-hmm. because a lot of times it can it's coming from a place of like just absolute fear. Why are you laughing? Because it sounded like you said evaluate your thoughts as you come. <laughs> <laughs> no, evaluate also your thoughts very as, as they, they come, come on so you. So your thoughts can come. <laughs> <laughs> we have no good advice for you, people. We have none. There's this is not an advice podcast. We do not give that out. We've please, never made that promise. Please use protection. <laughs> For your thoughts. <laughs> For your thoughts. <laughs> Get some thought condoms. <laughs> oh, that needs to be the name of our advice book. Thought condoms. Thought condoms. Oh, oh God. Fucking uh, shit. That's so funny. <laughs> um, you are, that is really good advice, though. Um, Thanks. It is. Like, like. <laughs> When you have an intrusive thought, which intrusive thoughts is something I deal with every day, all day. And you do have to kind of, oh, okay, oh, okay, where did that one come from? Who said that? That That's mm-hmm. the, that's the phrase I say it to myself is, who told you that? Yeah. Who told you that? Did I say that? No, that's not my thought. Well, then who thought? whose thought is it? Did it come from my pastor, my former pastor? Did it come from my dad? Did it come from, who did it come from? It's amazing how often we don't consider our thoughts. It, oh, Yes, and that, we just let them take happen. form, in, yes. you know, take form in however way, and like we don't, we don't, you know, think about it. We don't think about it. it th- that is so true. How often we we assume that if we're having thoughts, we're thinking about them, but we're not. No. We also assume that if you're if they're your thoughts, they're coming from you. But intrusive thoughts is the thing that you deal with when you have trauma. Yeah. And a lot of those thoughts aren't coming from you. They are intrusive and they're not yeah. yours. And some advice that I got that was really helpful is it's not like, it's not as, um, as important. Um, it's not as imp- like your thought, you're, you're not responsible for the thoughts that you have. You're responsible, like how you react to them mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yes. Which helps me a lot. Cause I have intrusive thoughts that are horrendous. Exactly. That's very important <coughs> to actually understand too. Cause yes. you can get caught up in so much guilt and shame mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. because of you think that just cause you think something like that's it's now it's that how it's you, yours. it's how yes. you respond to that. Mm-hmm. Thought. Yep. It's what you do with it. It's mm-hmm. what you do with that thought. Yeah. When it, and, and I have, I, yeah, it's, 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 that was really helpful. Cause I just thought I was, scum of the earth because I had intrusive thoughts all the time and they were horrible. I mm-hmm. mean, it's bordering on, like, it, it, it's just, yeah, it, it's, I don't have time to go into it, but like intrusive thoughts are just horrible. They're miserable. Yeah. And I didn't know that they weren't identifying, they weren't like defining me, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So that is actually really, really, really good advice to just pay attention to your thoughts and where they're coming from and um, mm-hmm. who said it to you. Yeah. 
and then don't be hard on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself, and don't let someone else. But not that some other person. Don't who let. What? Don't let any. <laughs> <laughs> don't let someone be hard on you. Yeah, that's what I, can say. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know where you were going. <laughs> I could read your mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. anyway, don't let. Uh, I don't fucking know what I was going to say. But I think something along the lines of, like, don't let someone else, um, someone else's thoughts, don't let someone else be the voice behind your thoughts. Oh, yeah, You know, don't let someone else's, yeah, what someone else has said to you define how you are or how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult. It's not easy. That's something that takes practice to learn the concept and then you actively choose to do it every day. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fun. Isn't it fun? It's it's just a blast. <laughs> Never had more fun in my life than trying to manage my own fucking thoughts every single day. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah, but yeah. it helps. Oh, it's worth it for sure. Like I mean it's it's I don't even know if when you have the extent of trauma that you and I I feel like both of us have, it's not an option. Like, if you're going to have quality of life, you have to manage your thoughts, no matter how exhausting it is. You just have to, you know? That's that's your life now. It's like, I I, I hope this doesn't come across as disrespectful, but it's like having a disability or an injury. I mean, PTSD is, 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 PTSD is considered neurodivergence now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if if you've heard that. Someone told me that recently. Okay. (coughs) PTSD is considered neurodivergence now. And I feel like that, it's like, having a, a chronic illness or a chronic condition. You just, it's not about life with or without it. It is your life now. And that's what it's going to be like. So you just have to do it, period. There's no yeah. other option, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So on that fun note, <laughs> <laughs> that was really good advice. So honestly, genuinely, um, that was very, very good advice. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. I probably heard it in church somewhere. <clears throat> probably. But it was, just you know, a different. Repurposed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take that, take that take that god shit and make it gay <laughs> make it gay <laughs> it's it's like, seen, do you ever watch new girl when have you ever watched new girl yeah i've seen it when uh um the zoe dashnell's character runs in and tells nick be gay be gay you're oh, gay yes. you're gay be gay <laughs> <laughs> that's what be you gotta gay. do with your thoughts every day <laughs> be gay be gay you're gay be gay <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to follow us on social media, we have an Instagram. It's our turn pod where Tony so graciously posts ads for our shows coming up and sometimes puts quotes on there. And it's really great. I love it. He's doing a fucking fantastic job. And we, if you'd like to email us for any reason, it's our turn pod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to listen to our podcast, which is just the radio show, but I take out, I edit out the songs and ad reads and stuff, and and sometimes some of the stuff we say because it's interesting. <laughs> like the last time we did our podcast, I'd edit out a whole section where my my watch, my phone, and my iPad all started oh ringing at the same God, time. Yeah, it was <laughs> so uncomfortable. But <clears throat> so I just edit. Usually, I, it's I, me you're editing out. I know, right? Where it's beep 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 beep. So yeah, check out our podcast, um, Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean. It's our turn, Queers and Cults. Um, I'm only two episodes. After today, I'll only be two episodes behind on editing. So just be patient with me. You're uh, doing great. Thanks. Yeah,
stick around. Thanks for being here with us. Um, we love you all. <laughs>